FSN Radio. It's all about what's next. Go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com and sign up for your free weekly newsletter. You'll also get three free reports. The Financial Survival Network. It's all about what's next. Welcome. You are listening to the Financial Survival Network. I'm Kerry Lutz, and today is 8-14-20. Well, we've uh, certainly uh, taken the brunt of this pandemic. It's resulted in a lot of you being underwater, whether it's on your house, your career, etc., credit cards, auto loans. Well, you're going to hear from somebody who was there a while ago and managed to claw his way out of it, kicking and screaming and actually find major success. He's done things that uh, that you can do now. His name is Joe Bell. Want to know how bad has the pandemic hit you, the resulting economic collapse and slowdown? Why don't you email us, kl at kerrylutz.com, kl at kerrylutz.com. And Joe, well, the person you're going to hear from is Joe Bell. Uh, your website is legacybeyondlistings.com. So you go back to 2006 and what was happening in your life then, Joe? <laughs> Uh, 2006 was a pretty fun time. I was actually in a position where um, I was in the process of purchasing a bar, um, kind of what I assume is like every guy's dream, right? To have your own bar and have all your friends come and have a great time. Um, and what was happening is uh, nobody was really showing up. I guess I missed part of the marketing scheme around uh, what else you have to do beyond just owning the bar. So we were finding ourselves taking on water. Um, I had just gotten into real estate on the sales side. I had a girlfriend at the time that was telling me just to go get a job to try and stop some of the bleeding. And uh, we were we were battling over that piece of the pie because what ended up happening is because of my financial situation, there were months where I couldn't pay rent at the time. And so she had to step in and she comes from a background of, you know, go get a college education, find a job, work your way up corporate ladder and life will be gravy. And that just wasn't my outlook on life in general. Uh, I tend to be a little more entrepreneurial. So with all my might, I was telling her, you know, just hold steady. This is all going to play out. And, um, you know, sure enough, we just, I just kept, you know, throwing noodles at the wall, figuring out what was going to stick, uh, finding a way to creep by with, uh, the little bit of financial resources that we had and, uh, perseverance ended up paying off. We ran into, uh, just one conversation. That's what's so amazing about the world and about life, about business or anything that you're really focused on. It, it can just take one conversation to actually change your situation, change your mindset, whatever it may be that really lights a fire under your ass and gets you going. And, um, you know, after punching my way out of that bag, I ran into a conversation. It was with an investor. Um, he gave me an opportunity to help him find a property. And uh, from there, we built a relationship, started a business together and, um, you know, took a, took about a $130,000 investment from his side and turned it into over 300,000. And, you know, through that relationship, it was able to help bring me to even, and then start really, uh, making some money there. Wow. And so what was that conversation? Uh, to be honest, I had just gotten my real estate license and, uh, this gentleman had been in, uh, the real estate investment side for, for a number of years. And he was actually my girlfriend's boss at the time. And I just kept, you know, throwing properties at him. And finally, one day is like, you know what? Fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity. 
he calls me up. It was uh, the day before Christmas. It's about nine o'clock at night. Um, we're young, so that didn't really matter. We didn't, we weren't really preparing, you know, for a family celebration or anything. And um, he's like, hey, there's this property. It's frozen. I live in Alaska. So there's a lot of frozen properties that come into play. <laughs> he yeah. calls me up. It's, it's like nine o'clock. It's the dead of winter. Um, it's a frozen property. It's freezing cold outside. And uh, we dive into this crawl space where the, uh, the pipes had frozen and flooded the crawl space. And we're maneuvering around trying to figure out exactly what the issue is. And, um, you know, I don't want to say it was love at first site, but uh, it definitely was um, almost this investment relationship at first sight where we were both down in the crawl space with water. And uh, at that point, I think he saw in me something that was a younger version of him. And uh, instantly right there, it was like, you want to do this investment thing? thing? Let's roll. I'll go ahead and help provide resources. And, um, and it, it was, it was more than just a, a handout, um, in that regard. It wasn't like he presented me with cash, but he made me work through things. He made me, uh, question my mindset and, you know, just, um, you know, really, really helped me see uh, a bigger vision for myself than what I could see at that time. Yeah. Did you get frostbitten uh, in that endeavor? <laughs> you know, uh, growing up in Alaska, I think we had so many bouts of frostbite throughout my childhood years. I don't really recognize it anymore in that regard. Um, we just, uh, you, you know, you, you learn to deal with the environment that you're presented. And um, so, you know, the cold, I've, I tend to welcome it. It's when I get into the 85, 90 degrees and above. Oh man, I just melt. All right. Stay out of Florida then. You don't no. want to be here now. I'll tell you that it's 90 <laughs> degrees, 90% humidity. So here's the important question. Uh, you still with the girlfriend? Yeah, she's now my wife. Um, we actually just celebrated our 10 year anniversary uh, earlier this summer in the most, uh, you know, COVID of ways. <laughs> we didn't do a whole lot, but yep, we're still oh, uh, running great. strong and have three kids. Which is just proof that behind every great man, there is a great woman who kicks <laughs> his butt and gets him into line, right? Right, right. Oh, that's great. Uh, there's. There, there's a quote, it's be, behind every successful man is a surprised woman. <laughs> uh, so. uh, she can't be that surprised. Obviously, she saw something in you that the rest of the world didn't, just like her boss did. And the fact that you're willing to get out there in the middle of the dead of winter which it doesn't even begin to have to describe uh, what life in Alaska is like, just as proof that, uh, that you had what it, what it really took. And, and here you are now. So from your experience and from your uh, success that you've achieved subsequent to this, what, uh, what do you do? Uh, what do you tell somebody who's in the same position now that you were 14 years ago? So in that mindset, right? I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the choice, scarcity versus abundance. And I've seen that play out um, so many times in my own situation, my own experience. Um, you know, during my uh, real estate career over the last uh, 14 years, I was able to run into a, a scenario where I started as an agent, built up to the assistant CEO and ended up taking over the CEO position as a uh, as a pretty young individual running a, a billion dollar business, which is, which sounds super cool. That was the production from all of our agents. So it wasn't like me building this thing out. Right. Um, but I, I had the opportunity to really dive into the psyche of individuals 
And it's, it's truly the, the concept of understanding when you're in scarcity mode versus understanding how to move from scarcity into abundance, right? Because we, we, we've all been through really shitty situations or scenarios and, um, you know, there ends up being a light at the tunnel. No matter how big or how small it is, there is a light. And being able to attach to whatever that is, whatever that looks like, and create a vision for what the next week looks like, what the next month, what the next year, you know, in, in whatever you're really searching to um, build within your life. So understanding when you're in scarcity mode and um, doing what you can to break that. So for instance, when uh, COVID hit in early March, we had about $950,000 lined up for two different projects that we were getting ready to push forward on. Like legitimately no crap. Uh, we were supposed to fund the 1st of April. So this whole thing came absolutely just falling down on me. I had a couple of different notes out there that were due. Uh, one was April 5th and then another was May 5th. So I was running into a, I mean, just an onslaught of financial challenges um, as a result of this hitting at just the right time, which sounds like everybody got hit with the perfect storm that I talked to, you know, and um, uh, like many of uh, the folks probably listening to this, it was a really dark time, a dark moment. Um, but just understanding that, you know, this too shall pass, um, really taking a step back from your world and assessing where the opportunities may lie. It, that sounds, you know, pretty airy fairy in that regard, but being able to go, all right, here's where I'm standing. Here's where I want to get to who, where are the resources in my world that can potentially get me there. And then just bucking up and going and having the conversation. I think that's the the biggest challenge that most people have is just asking for help or asking for some sort of mentorship or putting themselves out there on the line to potentially fail uh, in those conversations or at an activity in general. Um, that's, that's the precipice where I see most people make the transition from the scarcity to more of the abundant mindset is when they just say, you know, F it, I'm going to go for it. And it's amazing what happens when you do go for it. All right. So, but people will tell you now, look, Joe, uh, 180 million monthly payments have been missed. There's the uh, 10 million people in arrears on their mortgages and hasn't the opportunity cycle uh, or whatever run its course. FSN Radio. It's all about what's next. Silver One Resources is an exploration and development company backed by strategic investors, Eric Sprott and SSR Mining. At Silver One's Candelaria Mine Project in Nevada, there is all already a historic resource estimated at 127 million ounces of silver, which Silver One is developing and advancing. The company's Phoenix Silver Project, located within the Arizona Silver Belt, is an early stage exploration project on which native silver vein fragments have been discovered near surface. One grab sample assayed an astounding 14,688 ounces per ton. Yes, that's right, ounces, not grams. Silver One has tremendous exploration potential, is extremely extremely leveraged to the price of silver and is cashed up and poised to increase shareholder value. Silver One trades in New York under the ticker SLVRF and in Toronto under the ticker SVE. To learn more, go to silverone.com. That's silverone.com. The Financial Survival Network. It's all about what's next. Right. It's, it's a really good point. And yes, there's going to be some hardship in this. Uh, and now is the time to buckle down 
really take a look at uh, your expense line, cut what is unnecessary in those scenarios, right? And focus on where it is that you can make some sort of game. It's, it's just about moving the ball forward in that regard. And you, maybe you have to break out of the cycle that you have been in. Maybe you've been resting on laurels and um, <clears throat> you're being in a very comfortable position um, with where we were as, as a world pre-COVID versus where we are right now. There's opportunity. There's, there's people making money around all types of different industries and scenarios. And it's, you know, it's, it's taking a step outside of your, your psyche and looking at, you know, where is it that you might be able to uh, find some fortuitous scenarios that are going to help propel you forward. This isn't easy. I'm not acting like it is easy. Um, it, it wasn't easy for us climbing out of the $950,000, you know, debt that we uh, were burdening, but it takes some of that grit that we all have, right? We just have to climb deep inside and find it and put your nose down and figure out how to get to the next step, whether it's a small step or a large step, something to continue moving the ball forward. And in real estate, we're seeing, we're, we're seeing crazy times up here in our market. In regards to, um, it's it's almost opposite of what I expected it to be on a positive side. So I can sit here and talk about you know how good it is uh, versus where we were in March, but that's not quite necessarily what's going on in other people's worlds. And uh, this is not a time to sit by and and be uh, completely frozen with fear. Now is the time to buckle down and figure out what you need to do to move yourself forward. Well, you know, uh, Yogi Berra, um, fond of his Yogi-isms, used to say, <laughs> when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Right. <laughs> right? So, so taking that fork, you obviously got to it there. And how did you recognize it? Did you know then that you'd come to this fork that was going to really change your life? No, I was scared as hell, to be honest. But... I, I understand. So speaking of Yogi Berra, I have a baseball background. Um, <clears throat> through through my trials and tribulations in baseball, I think it uh, prepared my brain, prepared my mindset for really hard situations. And there are so many times in sports where uh, you find yourself in that moment and it's a fail hard or succeed big. And fortunately, I had more fail hards, you know, in that regard. And, and really focusing on things that are outside of your control is just going to sink you further down deeper into the hole. We can't control what's going to happen politically, financially, you know, in the global economy or even your local economy. You just have to focus on you and what you can control. And I know um, that's something that we hear over and over and over. But it's absolutely true. You can only control your brain, your mindset, your actions. So, you know, start diving into who you are and who you need to be to get to that next level. Because, you know, what got you here isn't going to get you there. And if you want to make a big change, then you're going to have to make some big changes inside your world. So when I was, when I was, you know, faced with just this most recent challenge, yeah, I was scared as hell. I was like, man, uh, am I going to have to sell my house? Am I going to have to go, you know, look for other work? Am I, you know, I mean, those sorts of uh, concepts and uh, ideas started running through my brain. And then I took a step back and I was like, look, uh, right now we're healthy. Let's focus on that. We're in a uh, pretty good position based on, you know, some of the things that we've done financially in the past 
to build us to where we are. And this is a mindset challenge. And I just need to work through the mindset challenge because there's going to be opportunities in both good and bad times. All right. So here's a question. Everything worked out for you. We're really happy for that. But looking back on it, what would you have done differently? Well, and the truth is everything hasn't worked out. Um, We're still working through it. We're in a much better place, right? But um, we're, we're still working through this challenge. And I know that ultimately we will get through it because... You know, what's it going to do if I focus on not being able to get through it in that regard? So um, ask your question one more time. All right. So what would you have done differently going back to 2006 that uh, even though it did work out for you from that point? Gotcha. So, again, I I had a girlfriend at the time that was just hammering on me to go get a job. Um, But being true to myself, I knew that more of the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, would end up shining through even if I acted like I could play the day job grind. Um, so, you know, I don't know exactly which uh, path I would have taken. But again, uh, the, the fortunate, um, some of the fortunate uh, challenges that have been in my past helped carve who I was that day, you know, and who I was as a person in 2006. So, Really, it wasn't a matter of industry. It was just a matter of finding um, something that I was going to be able to provide some passion in. And at that time, real estate was going to work one way or another because I put enough effort, I put enough energy and passion into what I was doing to where I I knew I just had to stay the course because uh, in the past when I had done that, it had always worked out. It hadn't been easy and it took a lot of hard work and tears in some cases um, to, to work through those scenarios. But again, just, just being committed to the process, right? Because we have no control over the results. So being committed to the process, understanding that putting in the work, putting in the activities will ultimately create some results and having the confidence that it will play out, having the mindset, you know, that, um, hopefully can lay on the, the, the more positive side of the world will help play out in a positive manner. So going back to realtors, because obviously that's something that, uh, that you uh, work with people, real estate agents, brokers, whatever the state calls them. You know, most of them are barely making ends meet here. I look in Florida, in Palm Beach County, where I live, there's 30 plus thousand realtors and licensed real estate agents and really it's uh there's limited inventory here and many of you out there are struggling not just in palm beach county but really all over the place here joe so what are like three things that your average realtor could get started with now to dig them to dig yourself out of this hole it's a great question. Uh, you know, and uh, the the website legacybeyondlistings.com uh, was initially really built for the real estate professionals out there. Again, through hundreds and hundreds of conversations, uh, recruiting conversations, conversations with uh, our folks that work in our brokerage, uh, I got to understand uh, the real estate professional psyche a little bit better. And, you know, first and foremost, real estate's a, a high contact sport. And if you're not um, you know, in contact every single day, 
whether it be about buying, selling, listing homes um, or not, uh, you know, I, I think continuing to work on relationships or find ways to build more relationships. Um, you know, one of the one of the biggest challenges that I ran into when I was playing CEO, just brokerage, was what I started realizing is that there's probably less than five percent. Um, of the real estate professionals in my market that could, uh, well, shoot, that had any sort of retirement set up or any plans for retirement unless they had a spouse that was building something. And man, that scared the hell out of me. And that's where the initial legacy beyond listings came into play because within our databases, we have a vast uh, opportunity zone. There are relationships waiting in there that we just don't realize are there yet. Um, so there's all these different buckets of money out there. And what we're seeing is that uh, folks are starting to transition. And, and this is probably something you can speak to, Carrie, a little bit, is we're starting to see folks transition out of some of the equities into different asset classes. And so right now, it's it's amazing to me how many conversations I'm having with folks that are like, hey, Joe, I have 50,000. Hey, Joe, I have 150,000. Hey, Joe, I have this money and I want to put it into something. And uh, real estate seems to be one of the trends that they're starting to lean towards. Um, you know, we could get into a conversation about future inflation and go down a, a really, you know, um, specific road in that regard. But uh, what I what I want to focus on is that there are opportunities out there to have a conversation with somebody that's in your direct database looking for that individual that is maybe one level right outside of that database somebody that's interested in investing and investing is such a, a beautiful, sexy topic. Um, I would I would really suggest folks that are real estate professionals and maybe they've been uh, relying on listings, you know, to pay their wages. I would really uh, start pushing on them to start thinking investments and how they can either one, go and find an investment and pitch that to their database to go and find an investment and uh, find a way to be a part of the pie, create a piece of the puzzle, right? Um, or three, if they're in a position where they can participate as owning the asset, um, that's obviously the most ideal category. So really diving into your database, diving into relationships, finding the folks out there that have some funds to play with because they are out there. We can we can take the limited mindset and say, oh man, everybody's hurting. There's not any money out there, but there's money out there. We just have to go and find it. So that might require us doing a little bit more than we're, you know, than what we've been doing conventionally over the last couple of years. All right. I think we got the idea. So uh, the best place for people to find you is uh, legacybeyondlistings.com. Yep, that's a uh, great place they can go and um, we've put a case study on the the site if somebody wants to dive into um, you know some of the principles that we've utilized in the past um, and currently still are rocking and rolling with. So that is a great place to find me. All right. Hey, well, anyone has any questions for Joe or myself, email us kl at carryletz.com, Twitter feed at carryletz, the, the Facebook page, Financial Survival Network, our main site, financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Joe, we wish you the best of luck and talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks, Gary. I really appreciate it. FSN Radio. It's all about what's next. Go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com and sign up for your free weekly newsletter. You'll also get three free reports. The Financial Survival Network. It's all about what's next.